2: I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. Scott Robbins on vacation. Expect him back tomorrow. Uh, just another slow news day. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. What are we going to talk about, Bill?
3: Uh, Donald Trump's house at Mar-a-Lago, raided by the FBI yesterday. We're told over some presidential archive materials, including potentially classified documents that there's been some wrangling between Trump's team and the National Archives about getting these documents back. So they take a few boxes out of his house. Um, This is an extraordinary step for the FBI. And quite frankly, they need to come out and say exactly what they were looking for and why, because this stinks to high heaven.
2: Merrick Garland. Is he going to actually come out and say something today? We'll see. He
3: should. We don't comment on ongoing investigations. Well, to hell with that. You got it.
2: You have to explain it. I'm sorry. You have to. Well, okay. What's the first thing that comes to mind with something like this? I mean, it's, as you're listening right now, stuff you've already thought of or talked about before. So you've had the Hunter Biden laptop for a couple of years. We know what's on it. But it's taking so long to do anything about it. This doesn't make sense. The Hillary email server, was there a raid? Of course not. So what is this really about? Oh.
3: I, personally, I think that if it is just the misdemeanor allegation about taking records you weren't supposed to, this is a warning shot from the FBI.
2: It's politicized, that's what it is. But is it just about Trump or is it more than that? And we'll get into this. Um but it did seem there were a lot of media personnel that were gleeful about this. Oh yeah, well national
3: media has also helpfully forgotten all the times the FBI screwed up because they are convinced there's something big with this one. Okay, and like what? Well, I like mean, what? We've heard, you know, the walls are closing in for years now, but here's the new walls are closing in. I guess you okay. cannot
0: get a search warrant without getting the approval of a federal judge. And I can guarantee you this, every I was dotted, every T was crossed. I have no doubt that this was scrutinized at the very
2: highest level. (laughs) The FBI wouldn't raid an ex-president's house for potential misdemeanor. There
0: has to be something more, right? There has to be something more. They know a lot more than we all know. No, man is above the law. Right.
2: Okay. The FBI lied about Russian collusion. Yeah. They falsified FISA warrants. Mm -hmm. They staged a kidnapping plot against Gretchen Whitmer. But we're supposed to believe them right now. Yeah. After everything. This was well documented all through last night. And I'm trying to make a list myself. And then I see other people's lists of everything that's gone on in the last few years with the FBI With what we used to laugh at as deep state 10 years ago to find out, oh, no, that's freaking true. Yeah, there absolutely is a deep state. Um, All the Hillary server stuff. Well, yeah, it was just an error in judgment. Right. Okay. There, there wasn't any ill intent with that. Are you kidding me? The Biden family criminal activity so far ignored. They've persecuted journalists at Project Veritas. January 6th, trespassers are treated like terrorists. They've gone after PTA moms, looking at people that went to school board meetings and didn't like what their school was doing, and now, well, we better surveil these people. Yeah. And not to mention, what's going on at the border? The people just coming through, no, nope, we don't care anything about that. Cartels, nah. Fentanyl overdoses, over 100,000, nah, not a big deal. It's a freaking joke, man. It's much bigger to me than just Trump and getting him. And maybe it is so he never runs again. Yeah. And going off on a tangent for a second, I don't know where your mind goes with this. The first thing I think is, okay, are they trying to make it so he can never run again? Because, you know, there's some sort of statute or in writing somewhere that if he's caught with these classified documents, then the rule is he could yeah. never run for public office again. Is that what it's about?
3: Well, and, and that's a legal theory that kind of got thrown out the window with Hillary Clinton, because, right. again, when it comes to the qualifications of the president of the United States,
2: the only document that matters is the Constitution. So I go in my thought, okay, is that what it's about? They just don't want him in office again because he's the one that's really going to go after people with, within the DOJ. I don't know. If you knock him out where he can't run, you know DeSantis is going to win. He would. Yeah. Now, he may not win the primary against Trump, but at least as far as the polling goes, he would have a better chance of beating the Democrat than Trump would mm-hmm. because of people's insane hate for Trump. So then you're wondering, or at least I am, you know, for the people right now on the Republican side, when there are conversations going on between who's better for America, Trump or DeSantis and the DeSantis people are saying, hey, Trump was fine. It was great, but no more drama. We need somebody fresh, new, younger. And for the people that are still supporting Trump, they're saying we need him because he's the only guy that can take down the deep state the way Trump can. And then you're thinking to yourself, is there a point to that? Is that why they're going after Trump so hard? You don't really know. Except for if history is the best predictor of the future, these people are lying. Yeah, That's one thing you can be pretty much confident of. So crazy, man. We're going to be following this all day, and we'll see if Garland goes out. Uh, the attorney general and actually talks about this and why they did it because we got to have some answers you yeah, know we do it doesn't make any sense meanwhile nancy pelosi is talking about what no one is above the law yeah yeah the queen of insider trading nancy
3: pelosi was reacting to the fbi raid on trump's mar-a-lago estate yesterday uh she was on the today show this morning and here's what uh nancy pelosi had to say about it
4: well i I, as others, learned on my phone that that had happened, so I don't Mm -hmm. know very much about it. Mm. Uh, But again, I'm sure that uh, information will be revealed, and when it does, we'll find out what they were looking for. It seems to have something to do with presidential documents, but I really am not in a position to talk about it, because all I know is what's in the public domain. Does it strike you as a, a pretty serious step for the Justice Department to take? Yes, I think it does. Uh, I, I was questioning it because <laughs> all I saw on my phone was that Donald Trump said that the uh, uh, the visit took place and described it in pretty harsh terms. It would be interesting to find out exactly uh, what the warrant was in order to have What what the order was to have a search warrant and for what purpose? But again, we can only speculate. Do you think this is a big step? uh,
2: Right? No, I don't know. Great (laughs) question.
3: I I don't know. The Justice Department under Joe Biden just went after a political opponent. Correct. Is that a big step? No, I don't know, (laughs) Savannah. Huh? (laughs) Jeez. No, man, this happens all the time. Don't don't you remember when when Trump and I think it was Chris Christie at the, uh, at the Republican National Convention in 2016 who was listing off potential charges against Hillary Clinton. Remember that yeah. speech where he's like, you know, he's talking about espionage, talking about, you know, different statutes that she may have violated and all that stuff. And then you have the lock mm-hmm. her up chance. All yeah. of these bedwetters were like, but you can't, you can't prosecute a political opponent. You can't do that. now suddenly
2: it's no one is
1: above the law.
2: Of course. They're all frauds. All right, more on that in a bit. Also out there, <laughs> the New York City mayor is really upset at illegals coming to his town. Yeah. Sanctuary City, he's going to stand up. This is America. We want the unwashed masses to come in. Right. This is the place of opportunity. Well, yeah, as long as you stay in the southern states. You don't come to mine and my yeah. city.
3: So Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City, he wants more federal funding to deal with a handful relatively speaking, of illegal immigrants who are being bussed up there from Texas. And here is Eric Adams describing the hardship that his city is going hmm. through.
5: I think that the Governor Abbott's, what he's doing is just so inhumane. And we were happy to uh, have a mayor who greeted the asylum seekers instead of...
3: Did, did he just refer to himself in the third person like that? We were happy
2: to have a mayor who received them. Because he's the mayor. I didn't know if he was talking about the Joker before him or himself. I wasn't sure, to be honest. <laughs> okay, so uh, asylum seekers, 95% don't qualify. Right. What are you talking about? That's mm-hmm. still left speak, dude. Go mm-hmm. ahead.
5: And I'm placing them on a bus with a 44-hour ride, very few breaks, no food, no direction. This is a moving uh, configuration right now uh, because we're averaging... Uh, roughly anywhere it could be from a number to 50 a day to 100 a day. And so until we can wrap <laughs> our heads around that exact number, we have to go with we... an estimate, but we we need the resources to assist. We're,
3: we're getting anywhere from 50 to 100 migrants a day. People in South Texas would be thrilled <laughs> if they were just getting 50 to 100 a day.
2: Yes, man. It's unbelievable. I think it's not fair they get put on this bus. Right. 44 hours, and no food, no direction. Well, they're not driving. Do they need directions? (laughs) Yeah, they put Pablo
3: up behind the steering wheel. Uh, Find New York City. (laughs) They gave you a phone. Did
2: you learn how to work it? You just do the IMAP, whatever the heck it's called. Yeah, It'll tell you right where to go. Now, if you want to say that it's cruel to take people that thought they were coming to the land of opportunity to that hellhole city of yours, maybe that is a little cruel. <laughs> but it's still in America. Goodness gracious. Oh, and then Olivia Newton-John passed. Oh, yeah. That's just sad, man. I mean, it's way before your time. I'm not even going to waste my time talking about being a kid and seeing Greece in the theater. And that was like, oh, my gosh, that's a woman right there. <gasps> <laughs> Still an iconic image, there's no doubt about that Okay, what did DeSantis have to say about this raid of Trump's place? We'll get to that much more, coming up right in
1: Hi, this is Trey Ware celebrating 100 years of service on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 107.1 San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. All right. The
2: Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. Scott Robbins on vacation. Should be back tomorrow. So there was the raid of Trump's home in Florida, Mar-a-Lago, yesterday. Also learning that uh, the Biden regime is getting 87,000 IRS agents more than likely. Yeah. Uh, Ron DeSantis of Florida, governor, mentioned that. Said the Raid of Mar-a-Lago is another escalation in the weaponization of federal agencies against the regime's political opponents. While people like Hunter Biden get treated with kid gloves. Now the regime is getting another 87,000 IRS agents to wield against its adversaries? hmm Banana Republic. Yeah. You're thinking about all of that, and what exactly is the play? what is this really about well i think if it's to stop donald
3: trump from running again i think it's going to backfire and i don't think that democrats are going to like the result and i and i again it's like every time i bring this up i'm not i want to clarify i'm not saying revolution in the streets i'm not i'm not doing that but that's where a lot of people's minds went uh right after you see that the former president who they've been trying to nail legal charges against for years because Well, he hurt the feelings of the intelligence community. Now you got the FBI kicking down his door at Mar-a-Lago. Then, you know, again, before that, you got the news that the IRS is going to double in size. 87,000 agents to go give you a financial rectal exam. When you look at the history of who gets audited most, it tends to be the people in middle to lower income because they're easy targets. Yep. And they got quotas to meet. Yep. This is the weaponization of the administrative state. And I don't care in 2024 if it's Donald Trump. I don't care if it's Ron DeSantis. Job number one needs to be reining this in. I'm talking mass layoffs.
2: Absolutely. It's got to stop. Now, do you think there's anything to, Trump is the one guy that could dismantle it, more so than DeSantis? No. There are some no, people that believe that. But, but the thing is, he had every
3: opportunity and he didn't. And the same people who were orchestrating this raid were put in a lot of these positions by Donald Trump. Oh, like Christopher Ray? Like Christopher Ray? Like Mark Milley. You know, the people who, who were working against him on behalf of unelected bureaucrats... Uh, Donald Trump put them in positions of power. So I don't know that he is the best person to take care of it. I'll be happy either way. And honestly, I I want to support Donald Trump because I know it would it would drive these insane, these lunatics even crazier than they already are. I would love to watch that happen. But at the same time, when it comes to the business of dismantling the overpopulated administrative state in D.C., I think maybe
2: DeSantis might be better. I don't know, though. It's always so hard to tell, man. I'm like you. Either way, I'm happy with that. You know, but I think there was something to a lot of people that felt like, hey, it was time for a change. Somebody younger and DeSantis to see this go down last night. I was (laughs) watching the reaction on social media. People were like, you know what? Now I want Trump to run, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know... I go back to Chuck Schumer years ago, talking about Trump, talking about the CIA, the intelligence communities, um, and they would go after him. I think we have that clip in longer form. We published the... Uh, oh, I'll, I'll bring it back later. But you remember exactly what he oh said. Yeah. They have seven ways to Sunday of going after you. Yep. He doesn't know what he's dealing with. I'm paraphrasing. Yep. Talking about Trump. And that was the one thing Schumer was right about. It's it's certainly come around. So this little study, your brain is not meant to be awake after midnight. Mm-hmm. Now, if you've ever worked like a third shift, overnight shift, that sort of thing, like really, you can adjust to that, right? These researchers from Mass General Research um, say they have scientific evidence that our brains are not meant to be awake after midnight. That your internal biological circadian clock is tuned towards sleep after midnight. And By staying up it triggers changes in the brain check this To cause people to view the world more negatively <laughs> Well, you're living like a mole man you know, the one thing about working overnights and being up all night. I Thought I was just grouchier because you never really catch up on the sleep. Yeah, they're saying it actually it Causes you to view the world more negatively <laughs> also leads to more impulsive behavior and high-risk decisions, including drinking, overeating, gambling, criminal activity. That's very interesting. They said they're going to do some more research on it. They said, well, of course, not everybody up after midnight is partying or doing something, you know, that's bad for you. Some are working at hospitals. There are police officers. There's pilots. But the researchers believe their findings could have important implications for those people, hmm. how it impacts just your behavior and decision-making and all that stuff.
3: Oh, yeah. I, I, I never worked overnight full-time, but I did do morning shows for a few years. And and when that 3 a.m. alarm clock goes off, you
2: never get used to that. Or I never did. It, it was impossible. Doing overnights or the early morning shift, I yeah. never got used to either one. No. Nope, I'm right there with you. All right, much to get to. Um, oh, morning, Joe. Trump is going to be brought to justice. Give me a break. <laughs> and people talking about, well, this could disqualify Trump for holding office. What does all of this mean? We'll get to it. Coming up right here.
1: San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071
2: Hey, this is your Uncle
1: Sean, celebrating 100 years of service on News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071
2: The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, Gen Xer. There's David Van Camp, the millennial, and the sexy boomer. Getting some sexy rest. That's Scott Robbins should be back tomorrow. we well, he's missing out on a fun day
3: today, huh? Yeah, no kidding. Trump's home, Mar-a-Lago, in Florida, got raided by the FBI. The hot takes are being dished out one after another. thought it was interesting, MSNBC's Joe Scarborough has apparently forgotten everything that's happened with the FBI and Donald Trump in the last six years because he, like so many others in national media, are assuming well, the FBI's gotta have something on Trump, which is why they raided Mar-a-Lago, right? They wouldn't do it. (laughs) A judge wouldn't sign off on a search warrant if there wasn't a good reason. You
2: helped push the russian hoax for years yeah you've learned nothing
3: yeah well here is uh joe scarborough this morning
0: this guy's going to be brought to justice he's broken the law everybody knows that so why are they freaking out i don't come from the obi-wan kenobi school of 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 political theory strike trump down and he only becomes stronger no i don't believe it
2: time out broke what law joe yeah we actually don't know no, we don't. So what is he talking about? Everybody knows it. No, What law are you speaking? Right. It's the same thing with the Russian hoax. Everybody knows. No, no one knew because it wasn't true. And now what, we're supposed to trust you? Yeah. Give me a break. Go ahead.
0: The law, you go to jail. Go to jail. Let jail. me say go. it in America, in America, and our former Republican brothers and sisters need to understand this. In America, even in the age of Trump, no man is above the law. Ah,
3: yes. Big man, Joe Scarborough. That's that's tough talk coming from a guy who allegedly had one of his interns killed 20
2: years ago. <laughs> yeah, he and Hunter Biden are laughing the, uh, all day on that one. <laughs> what law? How, how, many? <clears throat> I mean, how many? That's the question. How many? That's the question. You know, and again, I...
3: I just think the DOJ really does have to come out and, and specifically lay out why they took this drastic step. Because there's a lot of assumptions being made that, well, is because he wasn't handing over whatever documents to the National Archives. But if it's just a disagreement with the National Archives, it is overboard to send the FBI to kick down doors. I mean, that that that's just not part of normal operating procedure in any way, shape, or form. So all of you pro-norms
2: crowd can take a seat forever. (laughs) Yeah. Breaking norms. Uh, No, I mean, even the liberal outlets were saying this is unprecedented. Yeah. They were saying it in a good way. Like, yes, they must have the goods because this is unprecedented. Yeah. Totally forgetting that, no, you thought you had the goods before. The walls were closing in. You were finally going to get them, but you could never do it. Right. Over and over and over
3: again, the walls are closing in. I think it's also interesting that guys like Joe Scarborough are are so uh, invested in this idea that the FBI can do no wrong, that the intelligence community can do no wrong, because this is the same guy who pointed out, way after the fact, that the intelligence community and the media completely covered up the issues with Hunter Biden. Remember this come-to-Jesus moment with Joe Scarborough?
2: Oh, I absolutely do. We were We were floored by it. Yeah.
0: But there were social media bans on this being misinformation, and I think what we all need to really examine, it's not Hunter Biden, because I've always sort of seen it as a Billy Carter situation, it's what the media did do and what the media didn't do, most importantly what the media did and didn't do during the end of that election cycle. New York Post comes out with it, they're the Mm -hmm. only one that comes out with it, and then it is banned on social media. That's bad. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's horrific.
6: and
2: you're doing it again.
3: Yeah. Well, he's he is in the class with Jim Cramer, I think. Anything that they say, any prediction that they make, you can pretty much take to the bank that
2: the opposite will happen. And they'll never own it. Oh, no. And never apologize. And the, to me, it's a Billy Carter situation. What, Billy Carter was making a ton of money for the Carter family? Because of the help of Jimmy? No, he was just the drunk brother, dude. This isn't just the crackhead son. That's not the biggest part of the deal. Right. That's what everyone was saying at the time with the laptop. No, it links Joe to making these deals because of his name and the family getting rich off it. That's always been the issue. But hacks like you never covered it. And you hacks still have a job because you keep pushing forth the narrative for the left. It's disgusting. All right. As far as Trump being disqualified from holding office you don't think this has any merit and this is the reason why no
3: i i don't so so the idea is that whatever it is the uh, presidential records act or something like that if you mishandle this type of archival material you are banned from and you're found guilty of it you're you're banned from ever seeking office again that may work in in you know, lower offices, potentially at least, but there's only one document that, that specifies who is qualified to be president of the United States, and that's the Constitution. So I, I really, I think there's a lot of wishful thinking
2: going on with this. Yeah, this really started with Mark Elias, mm-hmm. top lawyer for Hillary's 2016 presidential campaign, saying that's what this whole thing is about. Right. It may be. It might be. But you're saying they would be wrong. It's I, I, not really
3: what the law is. Yeah, I, I think, honestly, that would get tossed out and, and he would wind up uh, coasting to becoming president again. You try to go after him like that, I think there's a whole lot of people out there who would say, no, this is this is a bunch of BS. You can't just ban a guy from being president of the United States because he mishandled a couple of records. Not after the Hillary Clinton debacle. Can't do that.
2: Well, and we can get more into this later. For people that have been on the fence, not sure what to believe, if they don't have the goods on this, there are a lot of people that might look at January 6th like, okay, maybe it's not as big a deal as the left makes it out to be, but it's still really bad. They may see that as the hoax that it is as well. Yeah. This could really backfire for the left. We'll see. Meanwhile, another story out there. The crisis at the border is about to get worse, if you can
3: imagine. Yeah, well, border officials today suspended uh, Trump-era rules that required certain migrants to wait for their asylum hearings in Mexico, the so-called Remain in Mexico policy. So now it's, hey, if you're waiting uh, to process an asylum claim, just come on across the border. We'll have a couple of bureaucrats rubber stamp your application, and then we'll get back to you in six weeks. Okay. Here's your phone. Bye.
2: Right. The Biden phone. Yeah. It's a smartphone. That's nice. <laughs> okay. So that policy, no more, the Remain of Mexico policy, and so it's really incentivizing more people to come. Yes,
3: that's exactly what it is. Because we don't have a bad enough crisis as it is, got to send the message down south that uh, we are completely open for business. You want to come in, make an asylum claim, doesn't matter what the merits are, because we've got a fleet of bureaucrats from the Department of Homeland Security who are willing to just sort of pass you along. <laughs>
2: And yet, Mayorkas, Department of Homeland Security, says the the border is secure. Yeah, no, it's not. So we have the bill to hire 87,000 IRS agents, but no one else for the border.
3: No, no, because what's more important is making sure that political enemies of the Democrats get punished
2: by any means necessary. Gosh dang. And we need to get to this story, too, because the trans-activism as you can see all over the place is getting out of hand and you know you're looking at five not even maybe five to ten years from now there's going to be a ton of lawsuits oh yeah from kids that are transitioning now that are going to sue the people responsible for taking a 12 or 13 year old and screwing up their entire life oh yeah and this is another person that already regrets it
3: yeah uh this is a person who's been more and more vocal about it. Uh, she's a woman from Scotland, from Glasgow, named uh, Sinead Watson. She was abused as a child. Uh, she had issues with drugs and alcohol, suffered from depression, had suicidal ideation. Um, and she says up until about the age of 21, she never considered that she was in the wrong body, so to speak. Okay. Uh, but then this happened uh, when she talked to a therapist. Um, and this is so sad, man. After okay. fainting...
5: Um, transition related content online, I truly came to believe that this was the condition that I had. And so I self referred to a gender clinic, the Sandiford gender clinic in Glasgow, there was a one year waiting period, during which time there was no mandatory counseling or therapy. So for that year, I didn't receive any kind of treatment. Yeah,
3: No treatment, just had to wait a year. And then well, She started taking testosterone, and you can still hear the effects of it in her voice. Sure. And there are other physical ailments that have been a result from this. Remember what Biden is telling you, entirely reversible therapy. It's not. It's not. That's a load. Yeah. Uh, Then, you know, she started taking uh, testosterone, then went in for the double mastectomy, and she says those doctors never followed up. So she's speaking out because... Again, she, like so many other people, didn't need to do this. You had activists who were essentially taking very vulnerable young adults and children and telling them to do this completely irreversible thing to their bodies. It's monstrous. Had
5: I been given exploratory talk therapy and addressed all the issues that I was running from, I wouldn't have transitioned. I mean, I'm only 30 years old and I will live the rest of my life with permanent irreversible and in some instances damaging changes to my body because my gender clinic were so afraid of being branded transphobic that they didn't challenge or question or investigate the roots of my dysphoria. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And
3: in a Twitter thread, she's very active on Twitter and uh, she explains that she's incontinent. I mean, there are all sorts of things that have gone completely haywire with her body. And it's so sad to think, okay, there's a 30-year-old who will never be the same because no one was adult enough to say no and actually address psych- deep-seated psychological issues. And it gets even more depressing when you have monsters here in the United States who are saying, let's do
2: that to 12-year-olds.
3: That's These people saying, should man. be locked up.
2: They should be in Absolutely. prison. Absolutely. Yes, what they should. Doing. The other thing that is certainly in play that really makes it... <laughs> Uh, even more disgusting is the amount of money involved. Yeah. Because for, well, when you've got pharmaceutical companies making a lot of money off of puberty blockers, and then these clinics making massive amounts of money on surgeries, and then trying to get the government to pay for those surgeries, yeah. paying top dollar. There are a lot of people getting rich off of ruining these people's lives. It's disgusting. It needs to be called out. Oh my gosh on a lighter note more people have full-blown discussions with their dogs than cats (laughs) (laughs) dogs are better listeners if you need somebody to just listen to your issues a dog will do it without judgment that's true you know just kind of look at you they might seem like they don't care but it might be better than going to one of these therapists to
3: be honest (laughs) that's definitely true the dogs they're not not going to tell you
2: to mutilate your genitals (laughs) i can guarantee
3: you that dog's not going to be like mutilate your (laughs) genitals (laughs) 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 chop off your breasts
2: Gosh, dang, man. Yeah, we'll get to that other study a little bit later. Did you see what Ben Carson had to say about this FBI raid to Mar-a-Lago? We'll get to that and much more coming up right here.
1: San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. san antonio's news traffic and weather station news talk 550 ktsa and fm 1071 all right the
2: markley van camp and robin show i'm jamie markley that's david van camp scott Robbins on vacation i think back tomorrow sometime this week anyway news update david van camp oh yeah
3: in addition to the fbi raid on mar-a-lago a uh, a judge panel in dc has decided that The IRS has to provide Trump's tax returns to the House of Representatives. They're making their moves, man. I don't want to overstate it because I know that there's always a lot of hysteria when things like this are involved. But, man, they are really terrified of Donald Trump.
2: Yes, they are. I'm thinking the same thing. Because they're afraid he will bring the entire thing down. The question I don't know is, why are they afraid of him and not DeSantis?
3: Probably because they know that if Donald Trump were to become president, it would be a nonstop revenge tour. <laughs> it really would true. be. And I would enjoy every second of it. But I, I, I think... They have it coming. Yeah, I, I think it would happen. And they don't know that about Ron DeSantis. He's an unknown quality, uh, quantity at least in terms of uh, national politics, to that level.
2: Yeah, that's probably true. You know, uh, Trump's old Housing and Urban Development Secretary, Ben Carson? Yeah. Did you see what he tweeted last night after this raid of uh, Mm Mar-a-Lago? Never in my lifetime did I think I would see an American law enforcement agency be run and weaponized like the FBI this evening. This is a frightening development in our modern political arena. This is the way of Mao and Castro, not Washington and Lincoln. There were a lot of people feeling that. Yeah. And I mean, you have a lot of people that at some point in time were almost enemies with Trump yeah. that have come to his defense. I mean, you remember when he went after Ben Carson when they were oh, yeah. competitive in the presidential or the Republican primary yeah. in 2015 before Carson dropped out and he was... Wasn't he reading from Carson's book or something about how he attacked his mom or something like that? He
6: went after his mother with a hammer. He wanted to
0: hit her on the head. And I said, wow, that's tough. (laughs) Man. Man.
3: (laughs)
2: That clip still (laughs) cracks. And then he hit his friend with a padlock. <laughs> right? He tried to stab a guy. He yeah. tried
0: to stab a friend of mine whose name was Bob, but now it's changed. <laughs>
2: yeah, his inflection still, yeah. it just just kills me. I can't help it, man. A uh, little study out that says they know the right amount of time to spend relaxing. I don't know if you're going to agree with this. Okay. 42% of your time? Oh, that'd be nice. That would be nice. Who, who has 42% of their time available for leisure time? Well, it says several studies on how much of your time should be spent resting and relaxing versus doing non-relaxing stuff. They say that non-relaxing stuff includes work, commuting, taking care of kids, errands, housework. Okay. And the consensus is 42% of your time should go toward resting. <laughs> Sorry, kids, you're on your own for
3: dinner tonight. Daddy needs some relaxation time.
6: How are you going to get
2: anything done? How are you going to be productive? I have no idea. Being a good husband, dad, worker—all of those things. Okay. So, well, just you know, it's only ten hours a day. Who has that? Ten hours a day to just hang out? You don't. I mean, if you're a college
1: student, maybe, maybe. We're just getting paid by the government. <laughs> this is the San Antonio's, Mar- Antonio's News John. Traffic and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. Did
0: we just become best friends, Yep.
1: Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show.
2: The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Thank you so much for being here. We do appreciate it. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. Scott Robbins on vacation should be back tomorrow. So Trump's Mar-a-Lago was raided by the FBI. Uh, yeah. And we're trying to figure out why. Yeah. Mishandling of classified information is that what it really is? Yeah, I mm. mean they they've been
3: going back and forth about something with the National Archives, but dang man, I mean that that is a a step beyond what one would think of as
2: normal operating procedure. Andrew McCarthy now has a piece Mm -hmm. at the New York Post, and he says that's what they're saying, this mishandling of classified information, but do not be deceived. He thinks this is about building a criminal case against Trump around January 6th. It could be. I mean, that would be... That would
3: be at least a I'm not saying it's the right exp or it's the right thing to do, but that would be a better explanation than he had a few boxes of of archive
2: material. No, it seems like this is a fishing expedition. Sure it is. So I think there's something to that. We can get into more of that a little bit later, just trying to figure out, okay, what is this really about? Yeah. So the dude who helped orchestrate the Russia hoax says, hey, You can trust the FBI this time. Right. Yeah. Peter Stroke. Remember
3: that? Oh, yes, of course. I think he pronounces it Peter Struck, but I think it's funnier to say Peter Stroke. Uh, He's the former FBI official who was a key part of orchestrating the Trump-Russia hoax. Remember him and his his lover? They had the text messages that went back and forth talking about this insurance policy against Donald Trump, which turned out to be uh, the Russian collusion hoax. Correct. So this is a guy who helped orchestrate something that was completely false, even lying to a court in order to justify a totally bogus investigation into a duly elected president of the United States, saying, well, look, the FBI doesn't make mistakes, OK? The FBI, they're on the level about this. So but this guy was never held accountable. No. Now, Well, yeah, he, he now works at CNN. <laughs> so here's here's his, with McCabe. Yeah. Yeah. Here's his take on
2: it.
7: No search warrant is taken lightly. I mean, this is a very <laughs> intrusive investigative technique.
2: A judge has to approve it. But when you're talking about the context of a former president, something that has never been done in our nation's history, I have no doubt that this was scrutinized at the very highest levels in great detail.
3: Uh huh. So you can believe him, right? You know that. <laughs> I mean, this is ridiculous. It's interesting that all these libs who are, who are all about the idea of defunding the police and all this are now saying, mm-hmm. well, the FBI doesn't just execute search warrants for no reason. <laughs> you know, law enforcement doesn't just lie to a judge and get the right to uh, raid a house. That's not how any of this works. They don't raid a house based on false information. And it's really interesting. This feels like a breakthrough because what you're saying is Brianna Taylor had it coming.
2: Oh, yes. Yeah,
3: flesh that out. I um, know exactly where you're Breonna going. Breonna Taylor in Louisville. Cops bust into the house. Uh, they claimed it was a no-knock warrant. It wasn't a no-knock warrant. Uh, but her boyfriend had a gun and shot at the police. And the police shot back, and they killed Brianna Taylor. It's a tragic situation. And, in fact, now Merrick Garland's Justice Department is going after them for violating the civil rights of Brianna Taylor.
2: Which is insanity yeah. if you know that case at all. Right. That's, that's a load. A, and and what's the justification?
3: That they didn't fill out paperwork correctly. That they lied to a judge in order to get a search warrant at Breonna Taylor's apartment. Mm-hmm. But with the
2: FBI. Right. The FBI so, is it, fine.
3: Yes. <clears throat> yeah, you know, and, and with the FBI in particular, you know, I know a lot of times you'll hear uh, conservatives bring up the Russia hoax. And that's a really good uh, line of, of talking uh, but at, but also we cannot forget the fake Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping and murder plot that wouldn't have come together had it not been for the FBI. It was actually led by an FBI official who later was well in some trouble because he beat his wife after a swingers party. That's right. And we're supposed to trust these people. Not to mention, okay, if the, if if you want to pull the heartstrings of the libs, let's look at the long history of the FD, FBI. And young Muslim men accused of terrorism. There was one story from a couple years ago where there was this dude, he was suicidal, and they catfished him. They pretended to be a young Muslim woman. And the FBI convinced him to not kill himself, but instead wage jihad on the great Satan of America. And so he decided, okay, I guess she really loves me. So he was going to make these plans. They bust in and they arrest him and they charge him with a crime that never would have happened had it not been for the FBI. They do this crap all the time. But trust them. But trust them in this case. Yeah, because the FBI would have absolutely no vested interest in ginning up charges against Donald Trump. Please. Use your brain.
2: Not just the FBI. Did you see the story? This was out of the New York Post. The judge who approved the FBI raid was once linked to Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, all of a sudden Jeffrey Epstein's name comes into this because, you know, some people have said, okay, so we're going to raid Mar-a-Lago, yet we still know nothing about Jeffrey Epstein, any of the disks that held the information of how many people were using him and his services for underage girls. Yeah. Okay. This is beyond that saying that this Florida federal judge who signed off on the search warrant um, left the local United States attorney's office more than 10 years ago to be a representative for employees of Jeffrey Epstein Mm -hmm. that were caught up in the sex trafficking investigation against Epstein. And he was representing these people. This, This seems like it goes deeper and deeper. Yeah. Like, if you're watching this movie play out, I feel like I would have to ask somebody, hey, I'm starting to get lost here. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, wait, wait a minute. Now, is so that this person guy, connected
3: here? This guy who represented the employees of the diddler, yes. Jeffrey Epstein, he's the guy who ultimately said, yeah, go ahead and raid Mar-a-Lago. Meanwhile, there have been no raids of, I don't know, Ghislaine Maxwell, who was no. the uh, madam for uh, Jeffrey Epstein. And making her the first person in human history to be convicted of trafficking children for sex to no one. Yeah. Apparently she had no customers, but she was doing it. Exactly. But Trump is getting raided because he
2: took some paperwork out of the White House that he wasn't supposed to. Yes, that's what we're to believe. Got it. Okay, so this judge, Bruce Reinhart, um, well, he again representing employees of Jeffrey Epstein by his own admission. And who was this? Well, it was Epstein's pilots, his scheduler, Sarah K- uh, Kellen, and a woman named Nadia Markinkova, who Epstein once reportedly described as his Yugoslavian sex slave. Ah. Okay. Yep. We'll try to keep notes on this movie as it's unfolding and keep you up to date on that. Meanwhile, uh, Joe Biden was out talking yesterday. That's never a good thing. No, it's not. Well, he was touting the Inflation Reduction
3: Act, which doesn't reduce inflation, but does double the size of the IRS and props up the walking corpse of Obamacare. Uh, Joe seemed to be a little bit confused about what was in this big bill that was supposed to be this landmark legislation.
4: This is Sherry Preston, ABC News. Congratulations to KTSA on 100 years of service to San Antonio and South Texas.
2: The Markley Van Camp and Robert Show. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Jamie Markley. I'm the Gen X the Millennials. David Van Camp and the sexy boomer Scott Robbins should be back tomorrow. I saw former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, um, who, by the way, served as the director of the CIA before serving as Secretary of State, yeah. was slamming the FBI raid on Trump's Mar-a-Lago property. Said executing a warrant, against ex-president is dangerous the apparent political weaponization of the department of justice and fbi is shameful the attorney general must explain why 250 years of practice was upended with this raid i served on benghazi where we proved hillary clinton possessed classified info we didn't raid her home yeah many people upset and This might sound like a tangent, I don't mean it to be. I'm just sitting this morning as we're going through all the different news. And I started thinking about just the left and where our country is right now compared to even 10 years ago. And what's happened? What's happened to political parties? Because I really do believe there are plenty of people in the United States, because they have busy lives or because they just don't care, don't pay that much attention to what's going on. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of the slow burn, like these crazy things happen or you see things you thought you'd never see before, but they seem to pile up. And you almost get used to something nuts going on every other month or so. And I started just making a list of what the left slash Democratic Party really stands for now. Because the weaponization of... The FBI, the Department of Justice, is something like we've never seen here before. Mm -hmm. So if you're just making a list, you have to conclude this, in my view. They're for open borders. They've let known terrorists in. We don't know where they are. By the way, David, if any of this can be disputed, just say, well, that's not quite true, or we don't know for sure, please just stop me. Well, no, I mean,
3: there are as many as 300 Afghans with ties to terrorism that were brought into this country during the quote-unquote largest airlift in history you might actually know it as the debacle that was the withdrawal from afghanistan
2: yes we didn't vet them Um uh, democratic party lets fentanyl come right up through the southern border killing record amounts of our people they caused inflation and the majority of working people have gone backward financially yeah Because of it. They incentivize not working. Yeah. They've caused crime to go up across the country with no bail reforms, Mm -hmm. demonizing police to the point where we have a crisis finding enough police officers. We have another crisis of low military recruitment numbers because they're more concerned with pronoun usage and wokeism than winning wars. Mm -hmm. I mentioned Afghanistan in my list. Um, The Democrats were also the party of lockdowns and forced vaccines and lied about the effectiveness of the vaccines. They tried to silence people who had horrible side effects from the vaccine. They protected Fauci and China have failed to hold anyone accountable for COVID. They push critical race theory in schools and then lie about it just to divide our kids and divide people. They push for working people to pay off student loans for others that went to college or university that charge this crazy amount of money for a worthless degree, and then they want working people to pay for that. Yeah. They're a party that's gone from rare, safe, and legal to abortion on demand. Mm-hmm. They are a party that believes affirming to give kids puberty blockers and have genital mutilating surgery. That's affirming, not damaging to kids. Yeah and they believe it's a good idea to teach trans activist talking points to kindergartners what the what is that how does anybody vote for these people I mean because when you look at where
3: the core support of the Democratic Party is now it's a bunch of people who have spent way too much time in college and not enough time in the real world all the things that they talk about are just theory that's been kicked around in faculty lounges for decades it doesn't work
2: in the real world. It's destructive. Sure, it is. Yeah, I, mean, I know a lot of this is just stating the obvious, but it's something when you actually write it down and you're like, look at that. What is that? Does anybody want to live in that place? We can make this better. We got to turn this thing around, man. And you got these talking heads on MSNBC saying there's nothing unusual about Trump being raided by the FBI? Yeah. Uh, now,
3: supposedly, again, this raid came at the request of the National Archives, but it's hard to believe that it had to do with any sort of archival material that he took out of the White House. Um, suddenly, though, the same media figures who wet their pants about lock her up with Hillary Clinton are just fine with this situation. Like, well, this is this is called holding people accountable. OK, this is our this is this is our strength <laughs> as Americans. Here is MSNBC's Ari Melber. OK. Uh, talking about the raid on Mar-a-Lago.
7: The history shows that subjecting former heads of state to the full prospect of a justice system in a democracy, which can include possible trial and conviction, is not a departure from democracy. It is not something that is dangerous or precedent-busting. It is, if you actually look at history, a feature of the rule of law. Well,
3: then, then why has this never happened before? Great question, David. Like even Nixon, when there was suspicion that he had broken the law, he resigns in disgrace. He gets a pardon because at the time, the powers that be recognized that if you had a a criminal prosecution of a president of the United States over something that most Americans wouldn't really know a whole lot about the details, you would destroy this country. And they're just, they seem to be okay with going down the path of destroying this country by what raiding Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate over some paperwork he took out of the white house. It's disgusting to me. And I would say to all the libs who are, who are just excited about this and you love it, be careful what you wish for liberals. Never think past step two. Okay. We're you have to think about what comes next because eventually, whether it's 2024 or 2028, there will be a Republican president. There will be a Republican majority in both houses of Congress. There will be an effort, a serious effort, to clamp down on this nonsense. And you better hope, you better hope and pray that the, whoever is holding up the mantle in that party has more grace than you do. Because it's not going to be good. You're not going to like
2: the results, if not. You're absolutely right, dude. Just trying to hold back some different things that I'm thinking. I saw a piece in The Federalist, and the title was, Republicans will have to do a lot more than hold hearings to stop the rogue FBI. Absolutely. Yeah, this isn't time just for the grandstanding hearings and all that. No, we need freaking action. We're going to lose the whole thing. Yeah. it's It sounds drastic and a little over the top. I truly believe it. This is nuts, man. Meanwhile, didn't even bring up Ukraine because we just, what, funneled another between four and five billion dollars to yeah, Ukraine yesterday? Four and, a half, four and a half billion, whatever, you know. Did you hear the CBS story that they had a documentary and they censored their own documentary because Ukraine was outraged? Yeah, they put out a trailer
3: of it that was talking about how only 30 percent of the supplies that we're sending to Ukraine are making their ways to the front line. And so we have no idea where a lot of this equipment is winding up. None. Zero. Or the cash. We don't know what this is actually going to because we've apparently decided we can print plenty of money for Ukraine, uh, which has had a long history of corruption issues. Apparently we're not asking for oversight on that. But if you're a middle American or uh, middle to lower income American, uh, get ready for your IRS audit because accountability is important. (laughs)
2: Here's the thing, too, man. You're right. With CBS, this has happened before. We've seen it at NBC. We've seen it at ABC. You have reporters, different people working for those organizations that are actually reporting. Mm -hmm. And then it gets stuffed by the powers that be at the top because it's all freaking controlled. Yeah, Totally believe it. So Insider reported that CBS CBS, uh, partially retracted this documentary. And just as you said, that we're looking at 30% of the United States-supplied arms reaches its final destination. We, <laughs> unbelievable. The, all this equipment enters the fog of war, and then we have zero idea where it's gone. Yeah, It drops into a big black hole. That's the quote. And you have almost no sense of it after a short period of time. So where does all the equipment go? What's going on? Is someone yeah. selling it? Is someone getting rich off of it? Oh, well, definitely.
3: Or they're just stockpiling it. I mean, that, that's the thing. This whole thing is just a scam at this point. You know, when they keep asking, well, we need $4.5 billion to prop up our economy or prop up our government. Why? Dude.
2: Yes, it was stressed that actually getting the weapons to the designated Ukrainian army involves having to navigate an array of power lords, oligarchs, Mm -hmm. and political players. So all these reports, weapons end up on the black market, possibly moved outside Ukraine. What are we doing? Definitely
3: moved outside Ukraine. Are you kidding? Yes. Absolutely. Some warlords who don't care at all about democracy in Ukraine. They don't care. Sell them to some African warlord or somebody in the Middle East. I mean, whatever. It's really interesting that Democrats are trying to make sure that you can't buy a rifle that takes 30 rounds of ammo. <laughs> right. They're trying to limit how much ammo you can buy in general, and they're trying to limit who can actually access firearms. But we're just going to send a bunch of guns to some corrupt-as-hell
2: warlords in Ukraine. It's insane. Yes. People in Congress, they're doing fine because they're getting money from the companies that make all the equipment and all the ammo, the guns, and all the military equipment. Everybody's happy, and we're paying for it. Yep. And we don't know even where this goes. And a lot of it, you can probably guess at some point in time, is going to be used against us. Remember, the, the best thing we could do with all of the equipment that we left in Afghanistan was just leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's astounding. Right, Billions of dollars. Yeah, just leave it there. It'd be a lot cheaper than trying to bring it home. That's insane. All right, do you have a news update? I can see a look on your face like you want to get to something. Oh, well, no, we got. I mean, look, we got
3: we got Joe Biden talking about the uh, how they can control the weather.
2: Okay, we're gonna have to get to that. All right, is that something he truly believes, or was he misspeaking? I, I don't know. The guy's senile. Okay, well, you never can tell. It's like Pelosi. China's one of the freest countries in the world. (laughs) Did she
6: misspeak or did she mean it?
1: All of it coming up right here. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071.
2: Dave Ramsey. Celebrating 100 years of service. News Talk 550,
1: KTSA, and FM 107.
2: The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. Scott Robbins. We expect back tomorrow. We can control the weather now? According
3: to Joe Biden, heck yes, we can. So okay. Joe Biden visited Kentucky yesterday, which has seen devastating floods. And, well, he promised that Americans would figure out a way, one way or another, to control the weather. Here's the president of the
6: United States. We're not just Kentuckians; they're Americans. They're Americans. This happened in America. Mm -hmm. American problem. And we're all Americans. Everybody has an obligation to help. We have the capacity to do this. It's not like it's beyond our control. The weather may be beyond our control for now, but it's not beyond our control.
3: The weather may be beyond our control, but it's not beyond our control.
2: Hey man. you're the josetta
3: stone guy uh, i dude i I don't know. I got completely lost. I mean this dude is in a constant brain fog, which I hear is common with covid so and really, it's common with any sort of flu or anything you know you get sick and you're you're just walking through
2: a fog, okay, so he's had covid for seven years <laughs> dude's senile yeah, well of course he is i think i think
3: brain fog from covid Is probably something that wouldn't help
2: being senile. Got it. Okay. I think if I'm to translate that, it's that this happened in America, so it's an American problem. Mm -hmm. So if there's ever a tornado or flooding or, you know, some other natural disaster in another country, is that then, I don't know, an Australian problem? Yeah. I mean, well, the
3: thing you got to remember is that. Nowhere else do you have catastrophic weather events like in the United States. That's the way it made it sound.
7: Right? <laughs> I mean it's, it's
2: nowhere else does it flood on Earth. Okay, so then you want to come to people's, you know, assistance, whatever you want mm-hmm. to call it. You want to help people. Yeah, of course. Americans are the most generous country in the world when it comes to individuals giving toward causes. So what are you saying? Well, it, but this is America. How, you know, how can it happen here? We can't, there's some things we can't control, but control the weather for now. What? <laughs> so we will be able to in the future if yeah. we get our grips on climate right. change. We, is that it? We can
3: control the weather uh, once the House passes the Inflation Reduction Act, I guess.
2: Okay. Just want to make sure that I understand what that meant because I'm not quite sure. Uh, something else that I happen to see out there today. Well, besides, Serena Williams is going to retire. Mm-hmm. That's a sports story from today. So I think she's going to play the U.S. Open and then retire. Uh, okay. Um, outside of that, you even have people from Mediaite, like Dan Abrams, saying there's got to be more to this raid than just these documents. Oh, yeah. There's got to be more to this. Yeah, he's a
3: legal analyst on uh, Good Morning America as well, or for ABC News in general. Um, yeah, and this morning, he says there, there has to be something more than just some documents that Donald Trump took, because the FBI doesn't go to these lengths just for this. Exactly. It, it doesn't make any sense. So this does feel like a fishing expedition, which then, if you look at the timeline of this, it's really interesting because they had somebody from the National Archives go to Mar-a-Lago a while back, a couple months in ago. In June. Yeah. And they basically looked around the place, so they were and spying Trump on Trump stopped
2: him. by and said hello. Yeah.
3: They were spying on him. They were looking at potential points of interest for any investigator that may decide to stop by unannounced.
2: This is movie stuff, man. (laughs) Right. It's really insane. Okay. Much to get to still. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show.
1: San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station, News Talk 550 KTSA, and FM 1071.
6: Are you ready?
1: Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins.
0: We just become best friends. Yep.
1: Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show
2: the Markley van camp and robin show i'm jamie markley that's david van camp scott robbins on vacation back tomorrow missing a lot of fun today it's a wild one uh where do you want to pick up now david
3: uh well donald trump's house the estate of mar-a-lago was raided by the FD- fbi and we're told over some presidential archive materials, including potentially classified documents, although, you know, there's
1: Bull crap.
3: Right. Bull of course. Crap. That's not it. There, This was a fishing expedition because right now uh, the Democrats are desperate and many people in the administrative state are desperate as well to make sure that Donald Trump doesn't come in like a wrecking ball again. They're going to do everything possible to try to punish him for. The perceived sins against the establishment
2: but what we believe and see if we both believe the same thing right now it's really not about these documents no it's not even about some sort of quote law that would keep him from running for president it's more about january 6th and trying to get some sort of evidence for a criminal case right that's
3: probably it although again i don't know what what would you what crime would you slap
2: him with i do not know just from all the different theories that was one from andrew mccarthy yeah which at least right now seems the most believable to me because not much of it makes sense yeah well yeah because th- this is an extraordinary step for the
3: fbi especially because if it's just the presidential archives thing you're looking at a misdemeanor and that as far as the statute that says that you'd be barred from holding office if convicted that will not hold up in court I promise you that won't hold up in court. Uh, National media, though, has forgotten all the times the FBI screwed up because, you know, they're convinced that now there's something big with it. This is the time. (laughs) Here's a little roundup of the uh, coverage uh, from last night and today.
0: You cannot get a search warrant without getting the approval of a federal
1: judge. And I can guarantee you this, every I was dotted, every T was crossed. I have no doubt that this was scrutinized at the very highest level. The
2: FBI wouldn't raid an ex-president's house
0: for potential misdemeanor. There has to be something more, right? There has to be something more. They know a lot more than we all know. (laughs) No, man is above the law. Oh, Joe Scarborough acting tough. No man's above the law.
2: Give me a break. Uh-huh. Hunter Biden laughing his butt off still. Yeah,
3: yeah the, the Babylon Bee headline today was something along the lines of uh, Hunter Biden breathes a sigh of relief as FBI passes his house and goes to Mar-a-Lago.
2: Always <laughs> oh, count on the bee for yeah. a laugh. Yes. Um. So where does it go from here? We'll see. We're still wondering... Is the DOJ gonna make any sort of statement about this, the Attorney they, General? They have
3: to I, in my opinion, they've gotta. Because right now and I you know, I, I'm hesitant to go down this road. You know, I really am. Because somebody's gonna misconstrue it and think, Oh, he's calling for blah 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 blah, something like that. But we, we just had a survey a few weeks ago that said what was it, thirty some odd percent of Americans It's about a third. Believed that in the near future we would have to take up arms against the government.
2: Okay. You that some, wasn't just people on the right. No. To be fair, more on the right than the left, but that was total amount of Americans. So, So you've got a
3: powder keg waiting to blow, and a lot of it is because of these deep frustrations that in Washington, D.C., everything that happens is about benefiting the people who are there. Now you have a concerted effort by elected officials, by the President of the United States and his Justice Department to go after... A former president, you are playing with fire, and I don't want you to light the fuse. I don't. I really don't. Because something bad could happen. And, you know, I was thinking about this last night. You know, I I don't... Again, I, I don't want to put thoughts in anybody's mind, but you know, many of us know that one guy on Facebook, right, who's just kind of goes off the reservation constantly and he says some things. Like overall you may agree with where he is politically, right. but sometimes you're like, Whoa, dude, settle down. Okay. Mm-hmm. Give that guy a call, reach out to him, say, Hey man, don't do something stupid because the one thing that the FBI would love more than anything else right now is for some MAGA bro to show up and do something stupid. They would love it. Okay, anybody who's telling you that you need to take up arms or whatever is probably a Fed anyway.
2: Okay, so you're saying if that's a friend of yours, tell him just to cool down. Yeah. For now, I'm gonna have to call Robbins back then. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm joking. He's really on vacation. No, seriously, dude. I'm not just blowing smoke or or just saying I agree with you. I thought the same thing last night. I thought about the same survey that I saw thinking, oh my gosh, man, we're getting closer to that point. Because people feel like this isn't a government that's fair anymore. Mm-hmm. It, it gets rigged at every single step. And what we hold dear as Americans is getting taken from us. And there are plenty of people that have the mindset, we cannot let them take it from us. And people want to do it the right way. But you're pushing people. You really are. And just like you, that's not a threat. That's just an observation. What's going on is something we've never seen before. And if you look at history in places where they've seen what we're seeing right now, it only gets worse. And there are a lot of people that are just not going to let that happen. So we see where this goes. See if there's anything to this. By the way, the guy in charge right now of the country, Biden, Mm -hmm. there's not a clip I can play. I can only sort of paint the picture as they're going to do a speech today. Pelosi's there. Chuck Schumer's there. And there's Biden. Schumer shakes Biden's hand. Okay. Then he shakes the hand of Pelosi. And I can't quite make out who the other female is. And Biden has already forgotten that he has shaken Schumer's hand and puts the hand out again and then just gets left hanging there right. because Schumer knows I've already shaken your hand. Right, And he just looks like this lost goof. He is lost, and he is
3: a goof, and he's yes. senile, and he's a bad person. Dude, All of those things. Did, did you see him yesterday trying to put a sports coat on? Yes. So he's got this, if you haven't seen it, so he gets one sleeve or one arm through a sleeve i believe it's the right sleeve but he can't quite find the left sleeve and so here comes you know nurse Joe biden to go and help her charge dress himself the president can't dress himself
2: oh my gosh much less speak no no no, it's really a bad situation we're in. It's not going to be this... I mean, I'm hopeful. I think we're going to find our way out of this, and we're going to be fine. But man, oh man, It's just a lot going on all at one time right now. Um, you know, maybe this audio is not the best, but I want to play this because there's been a lot of talk over the last few days about people uh, coming into New York City and into D.C. on buses that came here illegally, yeah. and they were... Put on buses by the governors of Arizona and Texas. Mm -hmm. And so you have the mayor of D.C. and the mayor of New York City whining about it constantly, saying, this isn't fair to us. Right. How, How could you be doing this to us? And especially in New York, where what Eric Adams is now saying... We're going to ship people to Texas? Yeah. What sense does that
3: make? Yeah, so New York City Mayor Eric Adams is saying, I'm going to send New Yorkers to Texas to get Greg Abbott, the governor, out of office. Okay. <laughs> here's, here's the audio.
5: I already called all of my friends in uh, Texas and told them how to cast their vote. And uh, I am deeply contemplating taking a busload of New Yorkers uh, to go to Texas and do some good old-fashioned door-knocking uh, because we we have to, for the good of America, we have to get them out of office.
3: Yeah, that's one thing that that I know every Texan, and I speak as a Texan, will love is to have some self-serving new yorkers go door-to-door talking about voting for that furry betto
2: yeah you know how for years uh we've heard about new york tough and new york so tough except you know and i'm not talking about all new yorkers but the ones that the spotlight shines on the most are some of the biggest wusses to talk about new york city tough go ahead and knock on those doors in texas we're going to see how tough you are (laughs) I invite you to do that, Mr. Adams. Please do that. Hi there. I'm a
3: New Yorker. I'm better than you. Can we, uh, can we talk about voting for Beto?
2: <laughs> Good luck. New Yorkers were asked about the illegals in New York City. Did you hear this? No, oh, I haven't heard this yet. I saw this at Fox. Um, talking about, you know, whose fault is this? Should you blame... The governors of Texas, Arizona, I mean, who's to blame for all these people illegal now coming into New
6: York City? It wouldn't be happening with a different president, of course, a different administration, and it wouldn't—it shouldn't be happening at all, but it should go back. They should put them all at the White House, out front of the White House. The border is a federal responsibility. To think otherwise is foolish. Who is responsible for it? One person. And one administration.
5: Joe Biden. Yeah, Joe Biden should get up, up his ass and, and do something about it. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Well, no,
3: what they actually did was rescind the remain in Mexico policy, and so they've
2: actually opened the floodgates even wider.
5: You know, Joe Biden should get up his ass and, and do something about it. D-
2: yes, he should. Yeah, that problem's just going to get worse. There's no doubt about that. Um, all right. Speaking of senile people. Nancy Pelosi really did say that China is one of the freest societies in the world. Yeah. But now the question is, did she really mean that or did she misspeak? And we got to try to translate her now. That and much more coming up right here. Markley, Van Camp,
0: and Robbins show.
2: Jeremy Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. We'll be back tomorrow, We're talking about the raid on Mar-a-Lago, Trump's property in Florida. Andrew Yang, remember him? Yeah, ran for president. Guy yeah, wanted to give everybody thousand dollars a month. Yes, he did. He tweeted out, "I'm no Trump fan. I want him as far away from the White House as possible." But a fundamental part of his appeal has been that it's him against a corrupt government establishment. This raid strengthens that case for millions of Americans who will see this as an unjust persecution. Well, yeah. Yeah.
3: Well will see it as that. That's, that's what it appears to be. Until the Justice Department clears up exactly what it is they're looking for and what they plan to do and what their case is against former President Donald Trump, uh, I'm assuming this is another witch hunt. And it just escalated in a big way. Better
2: have the receipts. Yep. Better have the goods. And so many times you haven't. So why should we believe you do now? Yeah. That's the question. All right, let's uh, try to figure out what Nancy Pelosi's trying to say here.
3: Yeah, she was on the Today Show this morning uh, talking about her trip to China and, or I'm sorry, her trip to Taiwan. Mm-hmm. See, I'm drinking out of Nancy Pelosi's mug right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and so she was talking about strengthening the partnership between Taiwan, which is apparently not a country but is part of china um, according to nancy pelosi here is what she had to say this morning
4: we still support the one china policy we go there to acknowledge the status quo is what our policy is there was nothing disruptive about that it was only about saying china is one of the freest societies in the world don't take it from me that's from freedom house uh, uh.
3: China is not one of the freest. Now, she may have been referring to Taiwan as they see themselves, which is the Republic of China. Yes. But even then, you are going against the one-China policy, wouldn't you be? Or are you saying that it is part of China and it just happens
2: to be very free? She said China. Yeah, she did. So we're just supposed to know that she meant Taiwan. (laughs) Right. Right. Is that the only part of the clip you have? Uh, got a little bit more.
4: China is one of the freest societies in the world. Don't but, take it from me. That's from Freedom House. Let's it's talk a strong strong little bit, democracy. Yeah. Courageous people. And, and it's it just, I don't know why it is, uh, except there's some commercial interest who would like to <laughs> diminish uh, the relationship.
2: Okay. This is what I found interesting. If you're Savannah Guthrie at that moment in time, yeah. you know what she just said. Any reporter, person conducting an interview, wouldn't you say, did you mean Taiwan there? Yeah. Or did you, are you saying China? You would make sure it was clear, right? Yeah, just, just for clarification's
3: sake, because a lot of terms get thrown out when you're talking about Taiwan and China. So, if nothing else, again, just to clarify, um, what do you mean by that? I would also want to follow up and ask, hey, what about all these investments that, that you made in the, the old chips? yes that are being made in Taiwan
2: why would she not ask that oh because because it's not a real interview right it's not it's not a real news outlet but it is that point again where if she's thinking well out of courtesy I knew what she meant we can't have people running things that don't know what they're saying it's It's one thing anybody can slip up but call it out is oh did you mean this oh I'm sorry I I meant I meant Taiwan I'm sorry my bad
3: yeah, they they treat elected officials and some of the most powerful people in our country and the world like Grandma just accidentally farted during Thanksgiving. Like everybody just kind of ignores that situation, right? Because eh, you want to keep the peace. It's Thanksgiving. We don't know how much longer Grandma's going to be around. But this is right. the Speaker of the
2: House. Correct. She's two heartbeats away from being President of the United States. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Okay, you had a story that I think would restore faith in humanity. This was a nice story. Yeah, Little League World Series. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, did you not want to talk about it? No, we can I thought talk this about would be it. like a little, little breath of something
3: nice. Yeah, so uh, there was a situation where a batter from Oklahoma in the Little League World Series got beamed in the head, got hit in the head by a pitcher from Texas okay. East. And... Uh, of course, the pitcher is beside himself, you know, just completely melting down on the mound. Now the so kid, didn't
2: mean to th- hit him no, no,
3: no, no. It just it was a you know pitch that just got away from him. It can happen did the, uh, did the batter go down? The batter went down, batter got okay. hit hard, like okay. hard in the temple, but I mean, there was a helmet on, but the helmet flies off and all that stuff oh man so the the batter makes it to first base, takes his base. And then sees that the pitcher is completely melting down. So he winds up going over to the guy who's pitching, giving him a hug, and you can hear on the mic, uh, hey, man, you're doing great. You're doing great. You know, take a breath. It's okay.
6: That's wow. nice.
3: That's nice sportsmanship, man. It would have been did cooler if you started say, wailing on
2: him. <laughs> well, did the, <laughs> did the pitcher, you know, say, hey, thanks for that? Uh, he was, or did he say, that's my plate? And you are proud of it. <laughs> and that's a message to you and your teammates. Okay. The, that's my plate. You're leaning in a little too much, <laughs> okay? Getting too comfortable. You can't do that. No, that's very nice. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. And obviously, the big story of the day is the raid
3: on Mar a Lago. Yeah. FBI has raided Trump's estate in South Florida. Uh, we're still waiting to hear what the possible real justification for something this extreme could be. Um, and and again, I know they're not going to do this because Merrick Garland, the Attorney General, is is he's not he's not going to play by anybody's rules but himself, but his own. I mean, and he's probably got the marching orders to go after Donald Trump. You've got all of this pressure to indict Donald Trump, especially before the midterms, and here he is. It's like one or two days outside of the three month window where the Justice Department doesn't take any enforcement action against political figures to not meddle in the midterms. And he just does this, drops this bombshell. All right,
2: news update straight ahead right here. Van Camp and Robin show. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Hopefully back tomorrow. Okay, what did you just say? Uh, well, according to a former
3: FBI official who works for MSNBC now, his name is Clint Watts. If you have a problem with the FBI raiding a former president mm-hmm. and not really explaining why they raided a former president, because come on, the the explanation we've heard so far about presidential archives that doesn't hold a lot of water but if you have a problem with that you're supporting terrorism at home and abroad according to you according to clint watts again a former fbi official now working for msnbc if you want to hear this uh
7: separately when you look at the violent rhetoric the more violent violent rhetoric there is uh the more of the chance of what's known as stochastic terrorism whereas the larger the audience the larger the crowd The higher the number of threats, the more probable it is that a random actor, a lone actor, will actually reach out and pursue violence under this auspices. And I think that's the big concern, at least at this point. I would also like to note just that there is a foreign element to this. We've seen in in the case of the COVID-19 lockdowns, uh, January 6th, uh, election Mm -hmm. 2020, whether it's Russia, Iran, or China using cell phones or social media to try and incite conflict. Uh, You see this whenever crowds are really worked up it's a great opportunity for a foreign power to really just put a pinprick in there and really push someone towards violence. Uh
2: You mean like the summer of 2020? Uh, Yeah. The summer of love. Yeah. You can take your take and jam it. Okay. The old, well, if you are not down with us on this, then that means you and then fill in the blank it doesn't mean anything to anybody.
3: Yeah, and the jumping off point to that conversation was about a representative, a Republican Dan Bishop talking about breaking up the FBI and scattering it to the wind. They're describing that as violence. It's not. Violence. Well, these wussies, I mean words are violence, right? <laughs> right? Right, that's not violence. That's taking an organization, I don't know if it needs to be raised, but it certainly needs to be curtailed. There's no question about it after what we've seen not only in the last five years or six years, but what we've really seen since the global war on terror started. The FBI has way too much power, and they
2: are absolutely not accountable to anybody. No, George Boyd had a great piece of The Federalist, and she talked about you know, the FBI. And we already know this. But then it's one of those things when you really do think about it. They sought to frame Trump for colluding with Russia yep. to steal the twenty sixteen election. Yep. They fabricated warrants so they could spy on his campaign and then lied about the cover up in federal court. Yep. They lied about it. We know it. How can we trust them? So you got some clown saying, Well, if you're not okay with the FBI, you're for terrorism. Right. You're a clown. Can't believe you get paid for that. Really, you should be an embarrassment to your parents. (laughs) They probably are. Probably won't tell you that, but you know they are. (laughs) It's unreal. And then the accountability, as Jordan brought up, for the hoax never came. No. No one's held accountable. People get tired of that after a while. They see the pattern, and they feel like there's nothing they can do. And this is just another step in it and this whole piece was really good um and yeah the fbi still operating with the intent of hampering trump um and the corrupt press still is doing what they do advancing the message and democrats still control two branches of government and in some ways three and then the question is asked, what republic survives a government hellbent on destroying the people it is supposed to be of, by, and for? And the answer is none of them. <clears throat> no.
3: Well, unless they want to reshape the government altogether. Right. And, you know, I don't know, import a lot of people who may not share American values.
2: Right. hmm So the point is brought up the actions of Merrick Garland, the AG, and the FBI director have made it abundantly clear that concerned parents or pregnancy centers or Republican-nominated Supreme Court justices, families that lost their loved ones to deadly COVID-19 policies, and anyone who believes that the 2020 election was not the most secure in history don't deserve justice in these people's eyes. And they prove it all the time. People have had enough. And that's why, at least to me, when this was going down last night, I just kept thinking to myself, this is a lot more than just about Trump. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, he's driven them nuts, and they want to get him. But I think it is about more than that. And yeah, then there's a call for the FBI to be gutted from head to toe. you got to start over. Yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, I I start to
3: think in my weaker moments that it's time for some republican governors to grow a pair and start i don't know opening up little financial investigations into some of their political opponents if you want to play this game let's play this game let's go
2: yeah i like the right chances on that one yeah okay switch to this this i mean you could do one of these stories it seems like every day but a lot of times there are plenty of people in the United States that are like, really, is it that bad? You talk about these trans issues. Can't you just let people live the way they want to live? No. They're going after kids. You see it all the time. I saw this story at Daily Wire, and it's a woman at a pride event in Pennsylvania cheering on a young boy. They were teaching how to use a stripper (laughs) pole. Okay. God. And I don't know how old this kid is, six, seven, I don't know. I don't understand the fascination with trying to sexualize children and talk about sexual issues with kids at five and six years old. Oh, I I think there are a whole lot of dopes
3: out there who think that means progress and equality for all, and then there are actually a few people who just want to diddle your kids. It's no more complicated than that. Golly.
2: And so you hear, well, I think you have part of the audio yeah. of this, this kid spinning around the pole, hooking one of his legs, you know, being taught how to do it, and you have these adults cheering him on, talking how it's sexy. <laughs> You people are sick, man. That's
3: gross, man. Oh, my gosh. I was thinking about the the drag queen story hour stuff, because the whole whole justification for this, right, I I think it's sick, but it's that kids can learn about a different form of art and exploring their gender identity and all of this stuff, because somehow society has told them that there's only one way to live, and we need to open their minds through drag queen story hour why do you never have you know a couple of chicks from the strip club going and reading (laughs) reading to kids you never have that right if the whole idea is we're not grooming if they they say we're not grooming right we're not grooming kids to 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 uh, fall in line with this crazy gender ideology right this is about saying everything's kind of okay whatever you like to do you can do it then honestly where's candy cane you know, is
2: Candy Kane the stripper?
3: Uh, the stripper, yes. Okay, is that a
2: famous stripper or just a name you I made don't know. up? I just threw it out there.
3: Okay, got it. Just saying, like, where, where, where are the two, you know, That's double D point. having strippers who are reading to? I'll tell you, if you want to get dads involved in your kids' education more, you bring the strippers. Forget about the drag queens. Bring the strippers to your local library.
2: You know, there's going to be some good old boy at a school board meeting. So you talk about all these drag queens? Uh, where's Busty Dusty? Okay, bring her down here. I want her reading to the kids. I, I like the way she serves Fireball. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the uh, governor of Pennsylvania put out a letter in support of this event. Of course, of course, that's always yeah, part of it. Because they're it?
3: groomers and they want to diddle your kids. <laughs> <That's>...
2: <laughs> you know, dancing around. You know, it's like grooming. No, they they're groomers and they want to diddle your kid. Well, why else
3: would you be encouraging a child to do a striptease dance for you? What possible justification is there for that? That's an inherently sexual.
2: It is. Event, That's just right? it. It's sick. I I don't understand why it's not called out more. It needs to be. Okay, with all the nastiness in the world, I thought this was a nice story. I thought you would appreciate it, David. It's about a U.S. Army vet, Jason Wilson. Uh, This has been going viral recently. His company, Meat Therapy Barbecue. It's an effort to share healing in the form of barbecue. Man, I love that. Says he struggled to, you know, just get back to civilian life, but barbecue and serving others were two things that helped him. So he combined those things to create a platform to help other vets. That's nice. I'm like, okay, man. All it it takes is an idea, and you just start doing it. So often people have pretty good ideas, like, I don't know how to get it started. I don't know what to do. And in this case, it starts off small, and it just grows and grows. Meat therapy barbecue. Can't wait for the left to try to shut that down.
3: right? What about your carbon footprint? With the
2: animals and the methane. You can't do that. It's not good. We need to be... Can we do the the, the almost meat stuff with the barbecue? <laughs> no, we can't. It's got to be real meat. Come on. All right. And a lot of stuff going on today. we got another news update to get to. And... A favorite pastime of ours, making fun of others that are stupid. It's Nimrods in the News, straight ahead. The Markley Bain Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. Scott Robbins back in tomorrow. News update: David Van Camp. All right. So Joe Biden
3: signed documents today. No, not not another FBI raid on uh, on Mar-a-Lago. But hang tight. Probably get more of that later. Uh, Joe Biden signed documents today, backing Sweden and Finley, uh, Finland's entrance into NATO. Um, and here are the inspiring words of the president of the United States.
6: You know, NATO was formed out of the wreckage of World War II, as we all know. Where war, you know, it had, look, just be straight about it. Wars have repeatedly riven the continent, engulfed the world in conflicts, and, and, uh, and there's no way to avoid that if we're not together.
3: Well, what the, <laughs> he starts off strong, doesn't he? And then boy, it just it just falls.
2: Okay, uh, one more time, all right. just for fun's sake. Yeah, just for fun. Because you're
6: right. I mean, it makes
2: sense. And then it's like he goes off script. Yeah. You know,
6: NATO was formed out of the wreckage of World War II, as we all know. Okay. All right. Where war, you know, it had. Look, just be straight about it.
2: Time. We're already off the tracks. Yeah. <laughs> Okay it's not a little at a time. it's completely off the rails now. there's no avoiding the train wreck now, yeah, but he's going to fight like the little engine that could yeah sure he is. try to get through a war you know it just is it's bad for the record, I'm against war,
3: okay. I mean, go ahead. this really is the verbal equivalent of watching a toddler try to carry a big bowl of Cheerios right without spilling. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> you know, a couple are coming out. Where war,
6: you know, it had. Up, up, look, wait. Just be straight about it. Wars have repeatedly riven the continent, engulfed the world in conflicts, and and, uh, and there's no way to avoid that if we're not together.
3: Okay, son, what did we
2: learn? <laughs> that riven something wouldn't, can't avoid it if we're not together. Yes. What he meant to say
3: is <laughs> something along the lines of, you know, war has ripped apart the continent, and the only way we can prevent it is through a strong partnership in NATO. Something like that. Apparently, he also said this. Uh, I, I don't know what this is, but here's, here's another additional quote from Joe Biden.
6: Okay. Putin thought he could break us apart. When this all started, he believed he could break us apart, in my view, weaken our resolve. Instead, he's getting exactly what he did not want. He wanted the Finlandization of NATO, but he's getting the NATOization of Finland along with Sweden.
2: The Finlandization?
3: Finlandization. I think he, he meant to say Finlandization, like everybody would not be part of NATO anymore. Okay.
6: One nation, indivisible under God, for real. <laughs>
2: that was an old quote Dude, he's so far gone it's bad man you know the thing all
6: men and women created by yeah you know the. you know the thing
2: he's better off when he just gives up
6: if he holds near and dear to you that you uh um like to be able to
2: anyway that's where the
3: the toddler just upended the entire bowl of cheerios and walked away (laughs) (laughs) he said you know what
2: can't do it too heavy. I'm, I'm going to let Dad handle this from now on. I'll, I'll be watching cartoons. <laughs> uh, just saw this poll out. How concerned are you about monkeypox? Can it break it down? All adults, either very concerned all the way to not concerned at all. Yeah. You got 18% very concerned. 29% somewhat concerned. 23% not very. And 24 not concerned at all. Yeah. And then you go by age, and when you do that, well, you have a lot of older people not as concerned. Well, yeah, because they're not playing Oscar Mayer bumper cars, <laughs> okay? And and with that, we'll go to Nimrod.
1: When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too high. <laughs> the dumb get dumber. All right, <laughs> man. It's Nimrod's in the news on the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show.
0: I love the poorly educated.
5: All
1: right.
2: Nimrod's the news, uh, 67-year-old man in Maryland, Stephen Gass, arrested last month. He was charged with several bank robberies in the area, including one on July 14th that led to his arrest. He's been called the old man bandit, not just because of his age, but because he's been robbing banks for 45 years. Wow. Dating back to his first in 1977. The extensive hit list includes a conviction in 2010 where he pleaded guilty to robbing 19 banks in just two years, between 2008 and 2009. Did some time, but was granted a compassionate release in 2019. You know how those go. <laughs> yeah, right. He's currently being held without bond. <laughs> Another guy, this one, an 18-year-old in Tennessee arrested after he allegedly tried to drag race with an undercover cop. Oops. A woman is suing Delaware. They won't let her have a personalized plate that says F cancer. They say it doesn't represent the state in a positive manner. And that's Nimrod.